Hey, consider your last-minute meetings, get-togethers, or celebrations handled because McAllister's Deli in Carbondale brings their best to every event, from delivery and setup to big appetites. In small details, McAllister's Deli in Carbondale has you covered. Go to McAllister'sDeli.com backslash catering and let's stay connected. That's McAllister's Deli in Carbondale, the official healthy choice option of Saluki Athletics. I'm Connor Onion, your host of the Saluki Standards Podcast. Thanks for being back with us, and welcome if it's your first time listening. But uh, Sarah Harness, our esteemed guest this week, uh, pitcher for Saluki Softball. She's a, a sophomore from Bowling Green, Missouri. And over the last two years, although last year was not a full season of uh, college softball, but over the last two years, nobody in the Missouri Valley has more wins in the circle than Sarah Harness. Right now, this season, she's first in the conference in complete games. She's second in earned run average, and she's third in strikeouts. And she's been the most outstanding pitcher in the conference three times over, including this past week when SIU went up to Loyola and got a three-game sweep. Three more games coming up for Sarah and Saluki softball this weekend. Uh, Because of Western Illinois opting out or quitting, whatever the terminology you want to use with football, um... We now get to broadcast softball, which is a great thing. Uh, so all three games of the softball series this weekend will be on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, SIU's playing Evansville, and they're going to play one game on Saturday at 1 p.m. and then two on Sunday with the doubleheader starting at noon. So hope you can join us and hope you can either come out and watch Sarah pitch or watch with us on TV. Anyway, here's Sarah Harness on the Saluki Standards Podcast. I was going to do this big old grand introduction with your hometown and uh, you know all the accolades that you've you've uh, ripped off so far. When when you introduce yourself to people and you say you're from Missouri, do you say Missouri or Missouri? Say Missouri. Yeah, no, I'm not one of those. <laughs> you're not a Missouri person. I am not a Missouri person. <laughs> what what is that? About? I've never understood that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, honestly, I've heard it more from like smaller towns around me than anywhere but yeah definitely a thing (laughs) yeah what's uh what's Bowling Green like what's what's your favorite thing to do in Bowling Green Missouri oh gosh um well there's not a whole lot going on in Bowling Green Missouri but um definitely just like probably hanging out with friends and downtown is kind of developing in the last couple years so there's just been a lot of like small business startups which I think are super cool to you know adventure into are you a legend there um no I mean my best friend Gabby also went to Kentucky the same year that I did so it's kind of like us together like everyone always is very like complimentary of both of us so share the shrine with her yeah yeah uh, well, hey, I mean, you, you just picked up your third MVC Pitcher of the Week award already. We're about halfway through the season. Um, just just kind of take me through, you know, freshman Sarah, you only got like a third of a season in, uh, but versus sophomore Sarah, where do you feel like your biggest area of growth has been over the past year? Yeah, I mean, um, I feel like, you know, honestly, like, obviously, Kate trusted me a lot my freshman year and kind of just like let me get experience and um even though it wasn't a lot like that still helped because hitters are just completely different at this level. Like one through nine are good. You know, you're, you're battling every, like a pitch at bat with each batter. So I feel like I've just developed a little bit more and like 
trusting my abilities. I feel like last year I was just a little bit like on edge, like whether I was good enough to perform at this level. I mean, it's just like scary going into. So yeah, obviously Carrie's trust and like her words of encouragement have been huge. And then we've just kind of like been fine tuning like my pitches and making sure that they're as sharp as possible. And, you know, just making sure that we're getting the best pitch each time, but um, definitely getting ahead in counts and stuff like that has been very beneficial. Which of your pitches do you feel like you've refined the most? Um, well, we've been working on rise ball a lot. That, that has been the the key. Um, that's probably my favorite pitch if we're being honest, but um, we've actually kind of like added a curveball this year, which I didn't have last year, which has been nice. You know, you, it's just a little edge on my game. So you were talking about maybe not knowing if you could pitch at this level uh, or kind of having that fear of, mm -hmm. am I good enough to pitch at this level so young? But uh, when did it hit you that, that, that you could? Um, I always say that we played, who did we play last year? It was our like first big team that we played. I think it was Ohio State, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. But um, Carrie just was like, you know, I think we lost five to nothing. And it wasn't even the fact that we lost, but like just the fact that Carrie was like, you, like you have this game, like you have the ability to pitch this game, like just go get like, you know, like we have to hang in there. And then I remember we were like through the third inning and I think they had only scored one. I was like, okay, like <laughs> I can do this. Like <laughs> this isn't as scary as what it seems like. I don't know. Yeah. Does, does that waver at all or like once you once you got it like once you have that confidence to pitch at this level you can do it or, or does does that kind of come and go I mean obviously like teams beat you I mean there, there are still better teams than I you know a hitting standpoint than I am so like I but I I, I don't really look at it as losses I kind of take them as a learning experiences like I honestly like battling the best hitters because like just to see the way that they take the approach towards me teaches me so much. So, I mean, even if like I lose or like a home run gets hit off of me, like most of the time it's a mistake pitch, but even if it's not, and they just hit a good pitch, like it doesn't really frustrate me. I just kind of like take it for what it is as a learning experience. So how often at this level would you say non mistakes get hit or have been hit against you? Um, well, I think Carrie and I were talking the other day and I think I have like eight or so home runs hit off of me or something. And we were talking about it because, um, one of my pitches is like, we're kind of working on it. It's a low rise or whatever. And so she said seven of like the eight or something were low rises. And so it's kind of funny because that pitch is d designed to like, you know, start at knees and rise to like their like belt or so but a lot of times it gets hung. So obviously like that's an easy pitch to hit if it's spinning right down the middle, you know? So I would say a lot of times they are mistake pitches, but sometimes, you know, you just get good hitters. Like I think we, when, in the beginning when we played, um, who did we play in the beginning? Um, South Carolina. Who did we play? I don't know. You played a lot of teams. You, I know, literally, like this is me 30. refreshing. And I'm so <laughs> terrible with like teams and stuff. Like I never know. Like it's like the worst. But um, play thirty, like, play, play 30 yeah. games, so I could get literally. Um, I'm like, who, who is this? Like who's next? You know. <laughs> but anyway, and um, but like they were hitting like just good pitches, and at that point, you just got to tip your cap. Like you're like, okay, <laughs> like you're just a good hitter. Like right, Mississippi <laughs> State, maybe is that the one? You're yeah, mm -hmm. it was Mississippi State. Yes. Okay.
Okay. Gotcha. That was, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I could have gotten that in the beginning because they were the ranked yeah. team. So, yeah. Um, I, so, I mean, it, it sounds like you're, you're not getting complacent. You're still learning. What do you feel like you, you still have to sure up, um, this season and moving forward in your career? Um, yeah, I, I look at a lot of my bats and I, I would like to get a little bit better, just like closing the door. Oh, two. like, I, I think that one thing about me is that I kind of like, we're kind of still looking for that. Like I have a lot of strikeouts, but like that strike, a complete strikeout pitch, you know? So like, that's definitely where I'm, I'm at right now. Like, I just want to be able to shut the door on them when I get them. Oh, two, one, two. Is there a rush when you make somebody look foolish? it's so funny everyone always asks that um it's honestly I just like it kind of makes me giggle well, that's why I always walk to the back of the mound when people are saying stuff so that I like that but like I'm pretty like calm and complacent on the mound so like I usually try not to show too much emotion but it's kind of funny like when people are going to go crazy I like that but you know so you're, you're hiding a smirk a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice oh that's awesome I told you uh, I, I would ask you a couple questions about Caitlin. I don't know if she's going to chime in the back, but. Uh, yeah, she has not walked in yet. But <laughs> Okay. Uh, how would you describe your relationship with your catcher, Caitlin Massa? Well, saying that we're roommates, you know, we're overly close. I mean, we were friends last year, but she's just like a down to heart person. And it's kind of funny because she can be really truthful with me. Like the other day she was telling me, she's like, so yeah, I think your velocity has gone down. You need to step it up. <laughs> it's so funny because Carrie, you know, raided me yesterday and she was like, Caitlin, shut up. Like, <laughs> it's not going down. Calm down. She's like, okay, never mind. But yeah, like, we just have a good relationship. So, like, when she comes to the mound to, like, with a conference or something, she can just be like, come on, like, get it together. Like, you're, you're better than this. So, I like that. I like truth. I don't like being fluffed. So, like, it's nice having her as my catcher. What gave her that lane to do that? Because it sounded like pretty early on last year, you know, right when you got here, she was able to to give you some of that feedback. I mean, I think she's just a very blunt person in general, but like, I think because she's just so like easy to get along with. That's why we're friends. Oh, there she is right there. <laughs> Aylin, we're talking about you. Hi. Hi. Sorry, I'm going outside. <laughs> <laughs> Should go back outside? No, she's going downstairs, I think, maybe. No, you can stay up here. I don't care. Can make a pitcher-catcher interview. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so what were, we what, what were we talking about? She walked in, I think, mid-answer. Um, I don't know. Oh, relationship, how we got so close. Um, yeah. She's just easy to get along with. So, like, we just hit it off, as a get off the get-go, and um, we've just kind of been friends ever since. Did uh, did you guys get the radar gun out to prove whether yeah. or not your velocity went up or down? Yeah, we just got it out yesterday. <laughs> what's, uh, so so what's the truth? Did it go up or down? It it's, it stayed the same. We're, we're not going. We're not getting worse, and we're not getting better. So <laughs> maybe your hand just stopped hurting after uh, yeah <laughs> used to your velocity. Hopefully. <laughs> uh when when you guys do inner squad you face your own team who's the hardest hitter in your own lineup to get out yeah um probably definitely jenny jansen she is a tough out i battle her a lot we it's so funny my freshman year because i literally could not figure out how to get 
any of them like the best hitters like probably like the maddies the kates the Ginnies out you know like i was really working hard too but this year it's a, a little bit easier but still tough like I think um, I shut Kate out this year and she was so mad. <laughs> she was so frustrated, but she's like, we have a tally going like who has, when she hits a home run off of me, she gets a point. And when I strike her out, I get a point. So it's kind of fun. You know, we play a fun game, but Jenny is just uh, all around, just a great hitter. And you, you make a close pitch. That's probably still a good pitch to another hitter. And you know, she's taking a yard. So <laughs> yeah. it's just frustrating, but fun. What's the score with you and Kate? um kate what's our score are you are you winning two to one how many home runs have you have me i'm winning she says (laughs) okay one to one we could be tied (laughs) good answer um how many times have you hit maddie bermajan i have never hit maddie bermajan surprisingly (laughs) i know i know (laughs) With with her record holding hit by pitch stats, I thought there would have been at least one. Yeah, no, I have never hit her. Thankfully, I would I would probably be upset. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a that's an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Uh, What about on on games where you're not pitching? Uh, How do you keep yourself occupied in between games? Because sometimes you have to come back out, but you know. Yeah, Um, I mean, obviously, like I just obviously you know do my warm up routine, but. This year we have such a fun and like lively dugout. It's kind of easy to stay interactive with the game. Like as, as someone's always hackling someone else. So it's, it's pretty easy to stay engaged in the game. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What were your first impressions of Coach Blaylock? Um, first impressions. <laughs> um, I don't know. She was just very like genuine, very like down to earth person. She was super easy to get along with and very easy to talk to. So like, I liked all of those factors. And I also liked that she was so um, like involving with my parents. Like my parents are a huge part of my life and my softball career. So obviously like I want them to still continue to be that at the next level. And she was just very open and very truthful about like what was going to happen. Do you remember when she saw you for the first time? I do. I don't remember where I was, but I do remember like seeing her and um, I think she watched, I don't know. I was coming back from back surgery and it honestly wasn't one of my best games. It wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't like, I felt like personally it was one of my best games. And um, I remember my coach coming up after me and was like, yeah, no, she went to offer you. And I was like, what? (laughs) What? I mean, I was just saying, (laughs) I was just like, oh she wants to offer me like that's crazy but especially after a game where you didn't feel like you're at your best I'm sure yeah. that's surprising which I had a lot of those after back surgery but yeah I was definitely just putting my foot in the water so how long after that did you commit um I think I came for a visit that was probably in like June or July because I was thinking like summer ballish. And then I came for a visit like in August or September. And I think I committed like the weekend after I came for my visit. So you're pretty sold after you came. Yeah, I was pretty sold when I got here. I mean, I was, I kind of fell in love with campus and um, just coach Blaylock. And I knew that like, I would feel at home here and the girls were all like genuine. So. Hey, Bud Light has created a seltzer that's so satisfying, it's going to have your taste buds going absolutely wild. Bud Light Seltzer is the official seltzer 
of Saluki Athletics. How much recruiting attention did you have outside of Southern? Was it pretty competitive to, to try to land Sarah Harness? Um, I would say it was more competitive before back surgery. Um, I was getting big looks from big schools, but after like the back surgery portion and I decided like I was actually going to go through with it. That was just like a scary risk for them. Like, you know, there's no saying that I was ever going to come back to as what I was before. So, um, I think like probably my freshman year and was really competitive, but then as I had back surgery, kind of like. Was, I mean, like I still had offers, but just not, not what, not as crazy as it was like my freshman year. So there were some people that backed off of you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. How, how concerned were you that, you know, all of your opportunities might've gone away? Yeah, that was a big risk. That was, that was the, that was the determining point. Um, I had made other plans. Like, you know, it was never going to stop me from go to co- going to college. Like I was arranging like what I would do if I couldn't ever compete at that level again so obviously it wasn't like end all be all but like obviously it was a little upsetting you know obviously you're down and out with surgery and then you're thinking like what if I could never you know play again what was your backup plan um I was still going to do pre-med um I was actually thinking about maybe even like joining the military or something I because I didn't I was like you know there's so many opportunities to like not pay for your college like why why would you pay for you know to go to school like it's gonna put you so far in debt and especially for me like I have so many years of school to go so I was just thinking of all the possible ways that I could get my education paid for how do you think you would have held up in the military? No, that was not for me. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. My mom always says it was because I was high on pain meds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great line. Well, you've, you've made reference to back surgery a couple of times. Uh, for mm-hmm. listeners that don't know, uh, you have scoliosis, rod in your mm-hmm. back. Um, just, just to give people a rundown, the simplest way to describe it, how, how would you describe what scoliosis is? Um, so it's a curvature in your spine. Um, I got diagnosed my seventh grade year. Um, I they was doing like a physical routine physical for sports, and they you know they bend you over and they fill your spine and they're like oh you know like you have scoliosis which isn't a big deal like most a lot of people actually have it. And so it was progressively monitored for like the next you know four years. Um, and at that point, when I first got diagnosed, it was at like a, so they do a degree of curvature. And so once you get 50 is like surgery point. So when I got diagnosed, I was at like a 23, I think, or something like that, which isn't terrible. Like a, it's very like manageable. Um, and then they were watching it and I got fitted for a brace, which, you know, I never wore. That was not, <laughs> it doesn't really, I mean, it would prevent a couple degrees of curvature, but it wasn't going to do a whole lot. And I was just not about, about the life. So I kind of just veered away from that. And then um, I think my freshman year, I had increased to like 50 something. And they were like, okay, like we need to start probably planning for surgery. Like it's not getting any, it's not going to stay where it is. It's going to continually getting worse. So, you know, we have to plan to like fix it. And then uh, my freshman year, when they wanted to do it, we were actually like, it was like the, so if we would have won to go to state, like I wouldn't have been able to play my state game. So I was like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, 
So then I held off till my sophomore year. And um, yeah, I had surgery and, you know, we went from there. What kind of pain was there before the surgery? You know, I really didn't have a ton of pain. Like it wasn't over, like my spine wasn't overly painful. The only thing that would ever like give me pain was like, say we played like five games uh, in a weekend for like summer ball or something. Like my muscles where like it was pulling would always like kind of ache and pain were a little bit painful, but nothing like crazy. Mm -hmm. Looking back now, you know, how was life different before you got the surgery? You know, I was a little bit more mobile. <laughs> I'm a little less mobile now, but, um, you know, it honestly, other than the recovery, it didn't really change anything too much about me. Like I'm pretty much the same as what I was. Um, I still get to pretty much do whatever I want. There's just like, you know, certain things that they restrict you from, which is like football and like horseback riding and like weird things like that. But like over contact, like you can't, you can't do them. Was, was there a thought of playing football? Yeah, maybe, you know, no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> there was no thought of playing football. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or riding a horse? Yeah, no, neither, neither of those. Okay. No jockey in your future. Got no. it. <laughs> um, so, so you get the surgery your sophomore year. Now, how much time do you miss from softball? In total, I think I was out six months. Okay. So I was, um, they, I think it's at three months that you can start running again. So obviously like I was full go when I, um, we got, when they told me that I could run, I was like jogging around everywhere because I hadn't been able to do it for three months. So, but then I started doing like, just like snap drills and like things that where I wasn't like overly rotating my back. So I would, you know, spin and do stuff like that. And then my like five six month point I started I um actually pitched for the first time and that was a crazy feeling <laughs> I literally felt like my spine popped from like the top of my back to the bottom and I was like oh god I can never do this again <laughs> but it all worked out we're, we're here now but yeah it, I was convinced that I was not going to be able to do it again so you're like your own chiropractor kind of like everything was just creaking or yeah it was just like it was just the the one time I think it was because my body hadn't been like it's a very stretching moment like you're pulling like everything open when you get to like the top of your pitching moment or motion and um I think it was just like I hadn't like moved that much in a long time so it was just a little a little creak and I was like oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> snap crackle pop yeah that doesn't feel right <laughs> but it was offline what was the the most challenging part of getting back after you got the surgery I would just say like mentally I mean physically it wasn't like overly too bad because obviously like I was young and my body was like ready to to get back to normal but um mentally it's just like so draining to like lose all of the muscle that you built and have to gain it all back and then gain your strength back and you know get get going again obviously like pitching standpoint is obviously very mental already and I felt like I had just taken like three steps back you know so how about the the emotional part of it because you were talking about how you know maybe some people backed off from recruiting and, and you didn't get to play the sport that you love for six months so so where were you at emotionally during that time yeah, I mean, there are a lot of highs and lows in that. Um, I mean, obviously, like, I've I've never been, like, 
softball is my defining point like that's not like who I've ever been but like it's also very very sad you've done something for like so long that you're you might not have the opportunity to do it again um but I was like you know like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put my feet on the ground and and run with it and if it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out but I I think I was blessed with the parents that I have they were very supportive so like they were never like you know we're not gonna shoot your dreams down like you just gotta pursue what you want to do and then if then it's at the end of the day you know you put your all into it and it doesn't work out then we'll just move forward softball now uh you know it it takes up so much of your time Mm -hmm. because you guys are at the stadium so much or you're working out a bunch I mean when, when you had six months where you're not doing that stuff what did you fill some of your time with you know the first probably like month or to two months I was probably in bed majority of the time like you know I would get I would get up they would bring my school work to my house and because I wasn't allowed to go to school and sitting up for the first time and stuff like that that was just so draining so then I would just go back and lay down it wasn't even that I was tired but like my muscles and my neck and back would hurt from sitting up so that was a lot of resting probably the first couple months and then after that I just started like getting out, taking walks because I actually had no like physical therapy after back surgery, which is crazy to me. It was just recommended to walk. So we did a lot of walks, a lot of adventurous walks, you know, trying to get me going again. Is that typical? Do most people get physical therapy? No, they, it's not prescribed after back surgery, which is insane to me. Like you would think because of all those muscles being pulled off your back and then putting back on, they would want to strengthen them, but they would just want to give them rest. They're like, just, just walk and get moving and take it easy. So, so you, you took me through getting back and it felt like your whole body was popping Mm -hmm. Uh, back. What adjustments did you have to make in your pitching when you finally did get back? Um, you know, I felt like it, so I, before I had kind of like a lean because of my scoliosis and the end portion of my pitching. And it was something we were always trying to correct, but like, it was like anatomy, like I, there was no way to correct it. We were just trying to manage it as best as possible. So honestly, I think it helped me a little bit in like having better form and making sure that like I was being the best anatomy form correct as possible and so um yeah my pitching coach was just very like we're just going to keep doing what we do like you know she's very good with like explaining things to me and how it's supposed to feel and look so she was like you know you'll be fine just just do what you do and then we'll see what has to be changed and honestly nothing really majorly had to be fixed or corrected afterwards so that was nice were you taller I was, I gained, I think three, two to three inches. So, wow. Yeah. Crazy. So did, did people see you for the first time? Like, Whoa. You- <laughs> yeah. They were like, um, well, kind of, it didn't like happen all at once because I think once they put the rods in, I don't really know how exactly how it works. It kind of like does it over time, but, um, yeah, they were like, did you get taller? And I was like, I think, I think so. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Looking down on you now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah were were you ever a two-way player or have you always been just a pitcher you know 
my dad thought I was a utility for a long time. He really did. And he thought that I was just designed to play every sport. And it's kind of crazy. I didn't start pitching until I think like my sixth or seventh grade year. So um, we kind of speedboated then to that one. But um, yeah, I, my freshman year, actually, there was a pitcher in my high school that um, she was a senior. So obviously she got the pitching time, but um, I played left field. My really? freshman year, yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind Kevin of? I always joked it about this. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, you cut. What'd you say? I said Carrie and I always joke about that because um, I'm like Carrie. You know that I went. I was all region as as a left fielder. <laughs> okay, was that was that more for your defense or more because you're hitting that you're all region? Um, probably more for my hitting. Honestly, I mean, my defense was not like overly standout, but it was okay. You know. And I was a hitter in, in high school, so I was probably more for hitting. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what was your strength as a hitter? What kind of hitter were you? Um, I would probably just say, like, gap shots, like singles and doubles. Probably, I wasn't, like, a power hitter. That, that was Gabby. That was her job. I was like, you got it. I'll get on base for you, and then, yeah, you hit me in. <laughs> Could you still hit if you wanted to? Oh, you know, I haven't swung a bat in a year, probably a year and a half. So, I mean, maybe if we got lucky, <laughs> I would hit a ball. But no, I don't. I don't have any any insight of in being a hitter. You haven't approached Jen yet. No, yeah, no. I'm like Jen, you know, you you got it. You got you got it. Lost the <laughs> trade offs here. Yeah, yeah. Um just just kind of summarizing your entire experience with what you've been through with your back and some of the medical things that you've been through. We were talking to how you want to, you know, pursue the medical school route potentially. Mm-hmm. How much did your experience influence what path you're going down career-wise? Um, I would say, I mean, I was pretty much um, set on it before just because like my mom has been an ER nurse for 20 years and now she's a nurse practitioner. So um, I just hearing her stories growing up and like her being a flight nurse and stuff, that's kind of what inspired me. And then afterwards, I, I just learned even a more interest. I got more of an interest into it. Mm-hmm. Where do you see yourself in the medical field? I know it's still, still um, early. Yeah, very early. I don't know quite yet. But um, right now I'm looking at ER physician, like emergency medicine. Okay. okay. So there's... There's some adrenaline that goes along with that, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. What has your mom shared with you? I mean, what's, you know, what's been helpful and you kind of trying to sort through what you want to do with, with her experiences? Um, definitely. Um, just like probably the, the vast of what she's done. Um, she was a flight nurse. So I think those are my favorite stories. Um, obviously you get the most trauma of anyone, you know, you're getting to the worst scenes, the worst car accidents and stuff like that. But um, she's just very like persistent on like my schooling. She's always asking me like, am I keeping up? And like, am I doing well in school and stuff like that? So she's just definitely like a motivator and a pusher. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, I, I did have a chance to, to talk to your dad a little bit last spring, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like he's at every game. Uh, yeah. what, what do you think he thinks of what you're doing right now and and how has he encouraged you throughout the years 
Um, he's definitely always been more of the softball portion of, of my life. So he's definitely a very big pusher into my athletics. Um, but he, I think he's very proud of me. Like he obviously likes all of my accolades and stuff like that. But it's so funny because we always talk about um, when I first started pitching, I I was like really upset or something or crying or, and I was like, I want to quit. And he was like, well then quit. Like, you can quit if you want. And it's so funny. Cause he always jokes about it. He's like, well, well you could have quit back then, but. <laughs> but not now you don't. Yeah. You don't, not now. You don't, you don't have the option now. <laughs> right. right. Uh, so he's, how much feedback does he give you in your starts now? Um, he kind of leaves that up to Carrie. He kind of just encourages or, you know, tells me that, you know, you know, you could have done better there, but he kind of trusts me to know what I'm doing wrong. Um, he Sometimes he'll make small comments, but nothing crazy anymore. He kind of leaves that up to Carrie. Yeah. Trust the pros now. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Well, um, hey, appreciate the time. I know you, uh, you we're, we're past our 30 minute mark here. Yeah. I told you. So, um, Hey, we'll see you this weekend. appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, making this a three person interview at one point. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you got it. Thank you. That's Sarah Harness of Saluki softball here on the Saluki standards podcast.